den. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Boy, it is thin tonight. Wow. Man. Where did they all go? They're missing it. <laughs> they got a long ways to go, I know. Um, the Lord is so good. Amen. You know, um, uh, it was neat there. Uh, I got to share this with you. Um, I was uh, talking with Brother Rich the other night, and uh, he said something, and it's like, man, it, it really kind of, it stuck with me what he said. He just got off the hot mic. <laughs> I think everything's hot up here. <laughs> and only because of the presence of the Lord, I, Amen. I, I uh, agree with everything that's been said in this place this evening so far. Obviously, the Lord is trying to go us a certain direction tonight. Amen. And I believe that that's what he wants done. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for what he is doing. And the uh, Bible says to seek out your own salvation. Yes. Seek out your own salvation. Amen. Amen. Seek out your own salvation with fear and with trembling. Hallelujah. That means that we need to get down to business. Right. Amen. Amen. Get down to business. Especially if you're really sincere. If you're really hungry for the things of God. Amen. That's the way it's going to happen. That's what he said. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed. Obeyed. Amen. And that's what we're doing right now. We're obeying God's word, aren't we? We've come to worship him. We, we come to assemble ourselves together. Like the manner of some is. <laughs> Everything we're doing right now, just let me just kind of, you know, give you a little, uh, how would I say, maybe try to strengthen your faith, lift your faith up to the point where you can, so the Lord can move upon you and bless you tonight. But if we do everything, we do everything as far as what the Word of God uh, tells us, commands us to do, gives us instructions, commandments. That's kind of a, you know, you think about it, commanding somebody. Right. Command. In other words, you're not suggesting to them. Right. <laughs> right. If I, if I want to say, if I want to put some uh, emphasis on, on that, it's a direct directive. <laughs> but you know here's the thing about it all of us in here we're doing just exactly that we're doing just exactly that we've come because 
we're obeying the word of the Lord. So if we're obeying the word of the Lord, we're obeying Him. We're submitting ourselves to His will. Amen. Do you understand that? Yes. Praise God. So when we do that, we're, we're doing what He commanded us to do. You know, you ever, you ever notice that? You know, he, when we talk about the leading of the Holy Ghost, and like He said, that His Spirit will draw us. His Spirit will draw us. And there's times that uh, I remember looking up that word and what it meant. And one of the definitions was just to literally, literally drag a person. Drawn that way. Just to literally drag that person. Sometimes we do not want to come willingly. We can all say, we can say amen to that because we know that. We have, we, there's times we haven't all come willingly. We've come, you know, maybe because somebody told us to come. And uh, we were told to come. Somebody commanded us to come. So here we are. But eventually what happens is if we get told enough, if we get told enough, somebody commands us. I think about my parents. I think about my dad and my mom. Praise God. It seems like dad was always, you know, we always used to say that he always tells us what we have to do. I'm glad my dad told me what I had to do. You know why? Because I would have no, never known what to do. Praise God. But here we are. We're gathered together and here he is and he's commanding us. He's commanding us to come. So you know what you and I are doing right now? We're being obedient to his word, to his commandment. So here we are. We're doing what God has told us to do. Man. Amazing. And a lot of people don't want to be told what to do. Amen. We're stiff-necked. Praise God. We're stiff-necked. In other words, you have to put a rope around our necks and drag us literally sometimes. Amen. Force us to, to come, you know. Forced to be led. How many of you are forced? You're, you're led by force. <laughs> Hallelujah. We learn our lesson though, don't we? <clears throat> Somehow we finally get it down to the point where we just totally submit ourselves. We just will humble ourselves to His will. We'll humble ourselves to His word. And that's what we do. God does that to us. He, and like He says, seeking out our own salvation with fear and with trembling but he says that he said wherefore my beloved as ye have always obeyed obedience somebody say obedience. obedience amen that's doing what you're told to do you do it enough you're going to get used to it you're going you're gonna to adapt to it you're going to just Come to a point where when God speaks, guess what? Boom, you're going to be right there. Hallelujah. How many of you, here's a good question. How many of you find it easy to obey the Lord? <laughs> I was wondering to see how many hands would go up. Be honest. I find it easy to obey the Lord right now. Amen. You, you, you practice this thing long enough. You get to the point where, guess what? We need to be trained. Are you listening to me? Yes. 
We need to be trained. And of course, we're trained. We do that. So guess what? We, we, we can obey the Lord. We can obey His will. So when He tells us to do just exactly that, when He tells us just to do exactly that, and we come, We come because we believe. How many of you believe tonight? How many of you believe the Lord? Amen. Amen. You know what Jesus said? If you believe on me as the scripture has said, out of your valley shall flow rivers of living water. So if you have believed the word of God, if the word of God, amen, Wednesday, Wednesday evening we baptized Layla in the name of Jesus Christ. When I, when I spoke to her in my office, I told her, I said, Amen, you know what you're doing right now? You're obeying God's word. Because you, Amen, obey, you're obeying His commandments. You're being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Guess what's going to happen? Because you have obeyed that commandment. You know what the Lord's going to do? God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Because the Bible says in Acts 5.32, it says, amen, that he gives the Holy Ghost to them that obey him. Amen. So everything wow. is, is, is hinged upon our obedience. Amen. So if we have done what God has asked us to do, what he's commanded us to do, guess what? He's going to fulfill the rest of his promise right. to each and out of, uh, every one of us. Guess what we need tonight? Another infilling of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Another yeah. infilling of the Holy Ghost. A refreshing, a renewing, a revival. Let your cups run over. My cup runneth over. Hallelujah. Take that drink of the Spirit because it's in here right now. Hallelujah. And if you really have a desire to want to live for God, to want to please God, to want to obey God, you should have no problem receiving His Spirit. Hallelujah. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. It's just, it's so simple. I know one thing. Man, God has given us direction already. Yes. It's all over in this place. Everything everybody's saying. Yes. Yes. Amen. Not only that, praise God in, in our worship, everything that was sung again. Here we go. God is making it very obvious. Hallelujah. I'll go so far as to say that if you come up here and you stand in that place right there, that the Lord is leading yeah. you to, I believe God yeah. will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. If you haven't had it, you'll receive it. If yeah. you have it, you'll be filled again. Yeah. Amen. 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 Woo. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm not in a hurry to go no place. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I need a really good drink. We talked about that this morning. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour it out. I wish I would have brought a bucket in here and had a picture, and I would take that picture and I would pour it out in that bucket. So every one of you can see what's happening. He said, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. 
pour it out so that that vessel can receive that vessel. You know what the Bible says? Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. You know why you can't receive the Holy Ghost? You haven't opened your mouth wide. You know why you haven't received the Holy Ghost? Because you haven't asked for it. Hallelujah. Amen. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Woo! That's what God wants to do for us. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not so much anymore. We're going to, you know, uh, our perception of our salvation is this. Somebody may ask you, do you have the Holy Ghost? And you'll say, yes, I do. Amen. It's not so much you having the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost having you. That's what it comes down to. Praise God. No man can say that Jesus is Lord except it be by the Holy Ghost. In other words, if the Holy Ghost is manifesting itself in your life and whatever you do in all areas of your life, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost in whatever you do, guess what? You're telling the world that Jesus is your Lord. Because His, amen, the Spirit of that risen Savior is living within you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't make it hard on yourself. Don't be a knucklehead. <laughs> Don't be stubborn. People come to the altar and, you know, I'm not, I don't stand up here watching you, you know. I'll look around and stuff. And also every now and then you can tell when the, when the Spirit of God is moving, all of a sudden you see somebody's jaw just kind of right away that, that's not stammering lips, by the way. That's just their jaw shaking. That means the Holy Ghost is getting ready, and, and here it is. And, and But you know what the Lord wants you to do? He wants you to open up that. Open it up. He wants you to say, Lord, I want the Holy Ghost. Amen. I remember when Brother Rich was passing out, was that $5 bills? Brother Rich came in here one time, was passing out $5 bills. Everybody was looking at him like, kind of threw everybody off. Are you serious about that? Take it. And Sister Dina jumped up and grabbed hers. She took it. You know why? Because he was passing them out. Everybody had to sit back. And... Is this guy serious? Well, yes, he was. He was passing out $5 bills one morning. Uh, one evening. Passing them out. So when people realized he was serious, guess what? I don't want that $5 bill. Guess what? God wants to give you the Holy Ghost. What you should be doing is reaching out for it. You should be reaching out for it. I'm talking to everybody in this place. If you really want to be saved, you should be reaching out for the Holy Ghost. This is not just when you feel like it. The Bible says today is the, same, the day of salvation. Now is the accepted time. No better time than right now. There will never be the right moment for you to get the Holy Ghost. That will never happen. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
Come on, come on, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mighty God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. But the Lord knows. The Lord knows. Everything that's going on right now in this country, even in the world. Man. Amen. The only thing right now that I'm concerned about is my salvation. Right. That's right. I want to make peace with God. I want to make sure I'm in God's will. I'm abiding in Him. Amen. This world doesn't mean anything to me at all. I'm, I, I, from experience, I know what this world can do to a person. Praise God. It's not your friend. It will use you and abuse you. Praise God. You won't find any, amen, happiness. You might, won't find any peace. You won't find any joy. You won't find any contentment. You won't be satisfied. You'll always be thirsty. You'll always be hungry. You'll always be cold. You'll always be naked. Are you listening to me? That's just what the world will does to you. Praise God. So the only place, the only remedy for you and I and everybody else is Jesus. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's why we come to church. That's why we're here right now. Hallelujah. And the floodgates, he's willing to open those floodgates. What did he say? Open the gates. Lift ye up, lift ye up the gates, O ye people, and the Lord of glory shall come in. Who is the Lord of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. Amen. Woo! So when we lift them gates up, what does that mean? That's this right here. We lift them gates up. We open them gates. Guess what's going to happen? The Lord of glory is going to come in. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When's the last time some of you have really prayed through? We're having church, by the way. We're having church. Jesus. Praise God. We talk about other people getting right. We need to get right right now. Amen. <laughs> we need to work things out. We need to humble ourselves to God. I believe this. We all need a renewing. Yeah, right. I need a renewing. If I need a yes. renewing, you all need a yes. renewing. That's right. In the Holy Amen. Ghost. That's right. That's right. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In uh, the scripture, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 6. Verse number one, he said, In the year that King Uzziah died, 
I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. <laughs> Isaiah seen this vision, got a vision of heaven and the throne of God. And that vision he seen, amen, the Lord high and lifted up. And he got a glimpse of the glory of God and he said this, his train filled the temple. Hallelujah. That's what he's seen. He said, His train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings, and with twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory and the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with smoke. Ooh, we're talking about the temple. The temple was filled with smoke. You may be seated. The temple was filled with smoke. Why was the temple filled with smoke? Because of the glory of God that was there. Because of the presence of God that filled the temple. Amen. The Bible says His train filled the temple. Amen. You think about that. A king, amen, always displayed his train. And when he displayed it, he was showing to, amen, his enemies and his kingdom, amen, his success, amen, in, in his battles, in defeating the enemy, in maintaining his authority, and his throne. So every defeated foe, their banner was added to that train. Very obvious that that train, when it first started out, wasn't a sizable train. Probably pretty small, probably just able to cover the body of the king. But as long as the king went and defeated all his enemies, all his foes, and every battle that he won, they would take the banner of that king or that, amen, that country that he defeated, they would strip them of their banner and they would sew it on, amen, to the train of that king. So every battle was like that. Every time a kingdom was defeated and their colors were brought down, their banners were brought down, guess what? They were added to his train. So obviously he had a train that, amen, was shown that he, how many, enemies how many foes he defeated and there it was the bible says his train filled the temple in other words he was showing amen how victorious he was 
And I don't believe it was a small train. I believe it was a big train because the Bible says his train filled the temple. Amen. His defeated enemies were under his feet. Amen. Wouldn't it be nice for us to come to a place where we can stand upon the head of our enemy? We can, amen, rise up in victory. We can say to ourselves that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave his life for you and I. Amen. amen. But the Bible says his train filled the temple. In other words, he was showing, amen, who he had subdued and who he defeated. Praise God. He was showing his glory. Guess what God wants to do this afternoon? God wants to show his glory to his people in this place. Something when you think about it. It's something yeah. when you think about it. Praise God. Wow. Amen. When we think about uh, what the word says. Amen. The apostle Paul said this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6. This is what he said. Amen. In verse number 19. He said what? Knowing not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you. Amen. He said what? It was a question. Do you know this? That your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you. Which ye have of God and ye are not your own. Amen. For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. Guess what? We don't belong to ourselves anymore. We belong to the Most High. Praise God. We are His. Amen. We have been brought with a price. Amen. So you think about it. Hallelujah. Praise God. If our bodies are the bodies, are the temples of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, His train filled the temple. His train filled the temple. Amen. Whether you believe this or not, Amen. There's some things that we need to conquer, even in ourselves. There's some things, praise God, that we need to overcome. Amen. May I ask you a question? What are these things? What are these things that stand between you and God? What is it that God has to defeat in our lives? Let me tell you something. Amen. God is able to defeat all our enemies. Whatever we're facing right now, I don't know what everybody's going through, but let me tell you something. I know this. Our God is a conquering king. Amen. And he said to us, He's given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come down to it. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's be sincere about what we're doing here. Amen. Let's act like we want to be saved. Let's act like we want to be a part of the church. Let's act like we want to be in the body of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Everything we do, amen, should be evidence of that we want to be saved, taking care of ourselves and walking with God. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You know what Paul said in Romans chapter 7? He said, in me, in my flesh is no good thing. Amen. I know this. What, what was the reason why? Amen. Sometimes we struggle. I know we struggle. Praise God. We're all given, amen, to temptation. We're all given to going through trials. We're all given to adversity. We all face certain things uh, one time or the other. Amen. And I know that I said this a thousand times. I know we face certain things, but remember whose side we're on. Remember the King, the Lord of glory that you and I serve. And remember the Bible says His train fills the temple. God is able. Are you listening to me? God is able to give us victory in Jesus. What am I saying? You might be saying to yourself, what are you saying, Pastor? God wants to defeat whatever enemy, maybe even your flesh. God wants to overcome. God wants to help you to be an overcomer. You know why? The Bible says his train fills the temple. Whatever it is that is there, guess what? God wants to help you to defeat, amen, the enemy. Amen. So many people come. Amen. So many people come to seek God. I don't think they really fully comprehend the power of God. Amen. There's nothing like it. Amen. The Bible says, somebody mentioned that, amen, earlier. How shall we escape if we ne neglect so great salvation? Amen. There's no excuse for any one of us. You know why? God has taken care of it for us. We have the ultimate victory in Jesus. His train, his train, his train, his train, his train, his train filled the temple. Amen. Alcoholism. Amen. Fornication. Amen. Adultery. Hallelujah. Amen. Uncleanness. Lasciviousness. Amen. Disobedience. Disobedience. Amen. Hallelujah. Witchcraft. We can go on and we can go on. Variance. Are you listening to me? All these things that are an enemy against our soul. Guess what God wants to do? God wants to take all these things that represent, amen, praise God, their kingdom, their domain, and God wants to strip them, amen, and amen, tie them to his saints. Look 
get that train. Hallelujah. That's a long train. Amen. I don't know what it, what it is that holds you back from God. But amen. It could be any one of these things. Amen. A lying spirit. Are you listening to me? A lying spirit. It could be anything. But which one of these does God want to strip from you? Which one of these does God want to tie to his train? You know why? What was her name? Annie. Annie. You know why Annie said she felt that? Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Because there's freedom in here. Yeah. Some of us have freedom. Yeah. Some of us have liberty in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Amen. Some of us don't. Yeah. But thank God the Spirit of Christ is here. Yeah. Amen. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Guess what? God wants to set you free. God wants to, amen, amen, take those shackles, take those chains off of you. Our worship should not be inhibited. Our worship should not be hindered. If we truly love God, guess what? We're going to get with it. It shouldn't be something that we should think about. It shouldn't be something that we're going to do. You know why? He set us free. He set us free. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. It's an ongoing process. We will always face adversity. We will always face the world. We will always face Satan. And we will always face ourselves. Amen. We, we can say we've defeated the world. Yes, we probably have. We can say we've defeated Satan. Yes, we probably have. But let me ask you a question. Have you defeated yourself? Have you defeated the very thing, amen, that is right here? A lot of people have problems because they want to let this person, amen, your carnal nature, stand between you and God. Let me ask you a question. What if today was our last day on earth? Yes, sir. Uh, yep. That's right. Huh? Amen. What would you do? Amen. Would you want to, uh, praise God, put your salvation up to next weekend? I don't think so. If you knew today was the last day on earth, I guarantee you, you would be standing up. You would be shouting. You would be worshiping. You would be saying amen to the word of God. You would be getting yourself ready for the Holy Ghost. Brother Gerson used to Thank tell us, Lord. live today like it's your last day. You know what he meant? 
Man, live hard for Jesus. Don't waste your time. Get serious about your salvation. But what are some of you afraid of? What are you afraid of? What stands in your way? If it's not sin, what could it be? Amen. Could it be your, your reason? Could it be your carnal mind? Could it, could it be because you, you'd rather put faith in something that you see and something you don't see? Could it be you put your faith in something you feel? Praise God. Could that be the very thing that dictates what you do and how you, amen, approach God? Amen. There shouldn't be any kind of, uh, amen, uh, hindrances in approaching God. If we really need business with God, guess what? We're not going to waste no time. Are you listening to me? We're not going to stand back. We're not going to be observers. We're going to be right in there with everybody. We're going to be worshipers. We're going to be people that are expecting God to do something. Let me tell you something. If you're expecting God to do something tonight, I guarantee you God is going to show up. And God is going to confirm his word. Hallelujah. His train filled the temple. His train filled the temple. Amen. Amen. I think we need to strip ourselves. Are you listening to me? I used to say this, praise God. The Bible says we're ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We represent the kingdom of heaven. So as a result of us representing the kingdom of heaven, his banner flies over us. Amen, amen. Praise God, and his banner is the banner of love. But if you're not flying his banner, whose banner are you flying? Are you listening to me? Who is Lord over your life? Who is God over your life if it's not Jesus? Hallelujah. Jesus. Let me give you some examples. Man, I, I hear so many things about certain ones. I know I know people that are bound by meth. Such a cursed life of being addicted to meth. Amen. Drugs. Praise God. I don't care what the world says. Marijuana is not an herb. It's an actual drug. Amen. They're wrong in what they're saying about it. Amen. It's a drug. A drug alters your mind. A drug alters the state of your being. 
Amen. When you delve in drugs, did you realize you're delving in witchcraft? Amen. Because that's what witchcraft does. It, it, it exercises its place in what they call the mysticism and the curious arts of darkness. You know what that gives you? An awareness of the dark side. So that's why people love, amen, that drug life. Are you listening to me? Alcohol is related to it. Why do you think people want to get drunk? Amen. Because they want to saturate, amen, their mind, their brain with those spirits. Praise God. But you know what we need to do? We need to renounce the hidden things of dishonesty. We need to renounce the sin. Are you listening to me? We need to renounce the abominations of this world. I'm going to put this out there because it's for a couple of you in here. Amen. You might think that uh, you're happy living that kind of lifestyle. You don't know what true happiness is. Amen. True happiness uh, will never leave you. You can experience these so-called uh, times of pleasure and high for a moment, but when it goes away, guess what happens? You're down in the dumps. Amen. Wake up and realize God wants to give you abundant life. that you need to do to get yourself right with God. And as I said before, if you just come to the place of simple obedience to His Word, simple obedience, all you have to do is obey. All you have to do is submit. There's a reason why the Bible says, Amen, present your bodies as a living sacrifice unto God holy and acceptable amen which uh, which is our reasonable are you listening to me our reasonable amen at work praise god if we do that guess what if you do that if you take care of the sin question in your life if you take out everything you know is it pleasing to god are you listening to me if you do all that you get yourself ready amen and you ask the lord god i need the holy ghost guess what god's not going to waste his time are you listening to me? God is going to fill you because you've done that which is pleasing in His sight. Yes. My, 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 my. This whole experience of salvation is based upon this amen it's based upon believing everything that we do 
we have laid the groundwork. We have laid the foundation. It's been built. Amen. They laid the foundation almost 2,000 years ago. On the day of Pentecost, the foundation was laid. Amen. And the Bible says that no other foundation can be laid than, uh, amen, which is Jesus Christ. We cannot lay any other foundation. We've got to build upon this foundation. Are you listening to me? As long as we're doing what God is uh, commanding us to do, we're going to be right. Are you listening to me? We're going to be, praise God, in that place with God that he desires us to be. So, amen, I want you to realize that is the surety of God. God's word and his promises to us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. My, 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 in my life, Brother Javier Jimenez laid that foundation, went from one place of the building to the next, to the next. After him came Elder Anthony Garrison. Amen. Added to that foundation. Guess what I did? I followed those men of God. Here comes Brother Richard Hancock. And Brother Hancock laid, kept laying the foundation. You know what I did? I kept following, amen, that example. I kept building upon that foundation. That's what I'm doing right now, folks. I'm building upon that foundation. You know why? Jesus Christ himself is the chief cornerstone. So I want to follow that example as the Apostle Paul said. Follow me as I follow Christ. We cannot go wrong if we obey the word of God. My, 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 my. Here we are. Paul said this in Ephesians 2, verse number 20. He said, and we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the buildings fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. Well, I tell you what. You may not notice, but this church is sure making waves. Amen. Sure is. <laughs> sure is. I guarantee you, eyebrows go up and people go by here. Yep. Because they know something. Amen. Amen. We're not just an ordinary church. Amen. And the church should not be an ordinary church. Amen. We're not just like any other church. Praise God, because we are the church. Yeah. You know why? We have been called. We have been chosen. We have obeyed the word. We were born again according to the water, according to the spirit. We were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of our sins. We were filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And here we are. I was thinking, Brother, Brother Javier's out saying, Brother Harold, whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Amen. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I have an idea of what I'm doing. 
I want to follow Jesus. I wake up every morning. I greet the day. First thing on my mind, I'll pick up my Bible. I'll take it over to our computer desk. I'll put it down. Amen. I have a promise box on our, amen, our bookcase. Once in a while when I'm praying, I'll go over there and I'll open that promise box and I'll reach in there. Just randomly pick whatever promise. God's always speaking to me through those promises. I'll open up the Bible and I'll begin to read. Amen. But I always acknowledge him. I always acknowledge his presence. Amen. Because, uh, amen, he's the reason why I'm living. He's the reason why you're living right now. He's the reason why your heart is beating. Amen. You're taking breaths. You know why? We live, we move in him. So God is alive. So as a result, you and I are alive. But we're all a part of this. Kind of makes me, you know, chuckle sometimes because some, some of you ask me, what faith are you? You know, some people say, I'm Baptist. I'm evangelical. They say it without any hesitation. I'm Baptist. I'm evangelical. I'm Methodist. Huh? What, what faith are you? And, and here's, here's what happens. I'm... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> You're what? <laughs> I'm... Yep. Come on. Yep. Yep. Woo. Yeah. Say, I'm apostolic. Yeah. 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 Apple what? Apostolic. What does that mean? We follow the teachings of Jesus and the apostles because that's the only message. We are built upon the foundation of the apostles and Jesus Christ, prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building, look what he says, fitly frame together. <laughs> fitly frame together. Groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord. You notice things are getting better. Yes. Amen. You notice there is evident growth. Yes. You notice things aren't as tight as they used to be. Sometimes you wouldn't even know this was an apostolic church. Thought you walked into some denominational church. People were so reserved and so quiet. Amen. But it's not like that anymore. You know why? The Spirit of God is moving. People are growing. The foundation is being laid. Every stone is being put in its place. Amen. We're fitly joined together. Are you listening to me? We're going into the holy habitation of the Lord. We're becoming a temple of the Holy Ghost.
Can you imagine when God, when God gets all the quirks out? Can you imagine when he gets all the dents out? Does a little body work? Gets that. I watched a body man one time years ago. That's when cars were made out of real metal. And he was, he was taking out a dent in, in a fender. He had this funny-looking hammer, and I was watching him. He, he heated it up with a torch. He heated it up with a torch, and then he sprayed water on it. And you know when he did that little hammer? He went like this. Dink! And that thing went boom! Oh. Wow, that's pretty. And it was the same, same contour, same, same shape it was before. Like it wasn't even dented. I thought, whoo, that was pretty neat. Yep. Guess what? That's what God does to us every now and then. Amen. Huh? He'll he put the heat on. Amen. Huh? He'll put the heat on. Amen. Then he'll splash a little water on. Amen. And then he'll take the hammer of his word. You know what he'll do? Boom! Amen. So that you can go back to the place you need to be. You can be tempered in the Lord. Are you listening to me? So he can get the dance out of you. So he says, in whom ye are also build it together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Man, that's a long train, isn't it? Amen. That's a long train. How long is your train? What does God have to strip from you? Man, I, I, I love the work of God. I love this. I'm in my golden years, I know, I know. But I love the work of God. I wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing if I didn't. I put my heart and soul into this. Amen. Amen. Brother Gary and I were sweating the other day. We were laying that tile. I told him, I said, I'm going to turn up the heat so that, amen, that heat should will, amen, start to, amen, bind to the floor. So I did. I turned the heat up. There we were, and all of a sudden, man, I tell you what, sweat started dripping off of me. Just like it is now. I said, man, I'm sweating, Brother Gary. I'm sweating, but we were working. Amen. I have a vision of this place. I have a vision of this place. I can see it. I can see people in this place. Amen. Occupying this place. Amen. Fellowship. Are you listening to me? Holy fellowship. Praise God. Coming together. My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. That's what he said in his word. I've got a picture. I see it. I see souls coming in. Are you listening to me? I'm getting it ready. I'm getting it ready for all those newborn babes in the Lord. I told the Lord, if there's some that don't want to live for you, well, then some send some to us that do want to live for God. I want somebody that's hungry and thirsty for God.
And I was telling Brother Gary, we were talking about it. Man, I can't wait till this kitchen is done. I can't wait to see the finished product. I know we're talking about the physical, but I want to talk about the spiritual. I can't wait to see the finished product, what God does in you. talking about that we heard some noise on the other side of the wall I thought somebody came in I said no I said, oh I know who it is you can hear them you can hear them moving around the other side of that wall I said oh. <laughs> to me to me I could see them going like this so I told Brother Gary, the day I called Brother Hancock, and I told him, you know, about this building, I always remember that day I was driving down here, driving down Cherry, and I looked over here, and uh, I know we talked to, uh, amen, uh, Dale about this place uh, a month or so before, and, and he was set on 3,000, uh, th yeah, 3,000. And I said, no, we can't afford that. That's too high. So I said, okay. He said, what can you afford? So I told him. He said, mm, all right. So we just left it like that. Drove by here one day. I was going down by, by Cherry, on Cherry here, and I looked over. I looked over at this building. And the Lord says, go and lay hands on the front door of that building and claim it in my name. So you know what I did? I turned in that service road. I came up here and I pulled in the parking lot. I got out of my vehicle. I put my hand on that door. I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I claim this, Lord, for your work. That's all I said. I got done. I got in my vehicle. I left. Guess what? Wasn't even three, four days later. I get a phone call from Dale Knudsen. He said, uh, Reverend Marshall, I thought about it. We will work with you. We will uh, do a contract uh, for that much. Uh, he said, if you're ready, I can have my lawyer drafted up, and we can get you in there as soon as you want to be. You know what I said? I said, praise the Lord. You know why? Because God, amen, has a purpose. And, and see, I, I told Brother Hancock about it. I said, Brother Hancock, uh, we're trying to get into this building. And I, and I told him, he said, wait a minute, Brother Marshall, wait a minute. He said, I'm getting a picture of it right now. And then he described the front part of this building to a T. He described the color. He described the windows. He described, he said, it's built out of cinder block. I said, yes, it is. He said, Brother Harold, the Lord said he's going to get you that building. Amen. Amen. So when I told him about it, I called him up and I said, guess what, Elder? We got that building. And you know what his words were? He said, did you get the whole building? I said, no. He said, Brother Marshall, I seen you in the whole building. And I seen a school in that building. God is going to give you the other side of that building. Amen. Guess what? I believe the word of God. You have to have been in my shoes. To be amazed at what happened. I mean, some of you might say, well, how is that so? 
we got a friendly neighbor here. Jesus. Amen. Wow. And you might say, I don't think, you know, I feel like, no, uh, you know, I, no, 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 let me, t let me tell you something. Amen. I believe what God says. Amen. Amen. And I think I, I thought about it just for the sake, just for our sake. He put that person there. He put that business there to test our faith. Yes. Amen. Ooh. That's right. Amen. That's right. Devil saying, aha, checkmate. And the Lord says, no, no. Checkmate is coming. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Ooh, Amen. Mark my words. Yeah. What's the date today? What's the date today? January 30th, 2022. Mark my words. I preached about this. Yeah. Mark my words. Hallelujah. Amen. I drove up. We left prayer the other night. I was the last one out of here. Drove out of that parking, that side of the parking lot. There was one person inside that building. They were cleaning up. Amen. They had the lights on. I drove by there. Guess what? My face just kind of. I looked and I, and I seen that. I looked inside. That. I said, man, that would make an awesome sanctuary. Amen. Besides other little rooms. You know what? I felt encouraged. Amen. I thought, wow. Amen. Yep. Amen. God is able. Yes. Amen. 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 Some of you are quite with. Let me tell you something. I am crazy. Amen. I'm crazy for the Lord. Amen. That's right. I remember my old CB handle, the fanatic. I am a fanatic. I'm a fanatic for the Lord. I believe, I'm, I'm naive. I believe what the word of God says is true. Amen. I believe every bit of it. I believe it. Amen. So I know that with God, all things are possible. 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 But God wants us to be a temple. Yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maria. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God wants us to be. I want to share something with you. I'm almost done. Turn with me back to the book of Ezekiel. I want you to see something here. Ezekiel in chapter 42. And uh, hallelujah. Well, 43, excuse me. You know what the Lord did to Ezekiel? 
the Lord quickened him and the spirit took him up and he took him back to the city of Jerusalem. Ezekiel was in captivity. He was in Babylon. He was by the river Shebar. And there the Lord, amen, spoke to him, lifted him up. He showed him that vision. Took him back to Jerusalem. And there the Lord showed him. He measured out the holy city. He measured out the temple precinct. And he measured out the temple. And he told Ezekiel, he said, I want you to write this down. I want you to record, amen, these measurements. Interesting. Because if you read that and you compare the measurements that were made that particular time. Here's something interesting. They're not the same measurements that the Lord gave David for Solomon to build. This precinct was bigger in the area than Solomon's temple. So it was a bigger temple. The boundaries of the precinct were bigger. Amen. The building is bigger. A bigger edifice. And God said, Ezekiel, I want you to show the people of Israel this temple. I want you to take a really good look at it and show them the likeness of it. Amen. Because this is my house. And this is the place of my glory. And the place of my footstool. I want you to show them this temple. And I want you to tell them that they will no longer, they no, will no longer desecrate my holy house again. Why did he say that? Well, if you read in the beginning of Ezekiel, you'll see that the Lord showed Ezekiel, amen, 70 elders of Israel. And he took them and he looked, had them peer through a wall. And there they were, worshiping other idols, other gods. Amen, amen, behind the walls of the temple. Amen. They were worshiping their false gods and their, their idols there behind the temple, thinking that they weren't seen, but God seen them. And so that's the reason why, amen, they were taken into a captivity because of the idolatry and the worshiping of false gods. Are you listening to me? Amen. You might say, well, we don't have false gods in the day we're living in. Yes, we do. They're all over. Amen. We see them in this world. Guess what? God doesn't want you worshiping any other God. Are you listening to me? Any other image, any other trend, any other lifestyle. So he tells Ezekiel in chapter 43, he says, Verse number seven, he says, And he said unto me, Son of man, the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever, and my holy name shall the house of Israel no more defile, neither they nor their kings by their whoredom, nor by their carcasses of their kings in their high places. Then he says this, 
in their setting of their thresholds by my thresholds and their post by my post and the wall between me and them they have defiled my holy name by their abominations that they have committed wherefore I have consumed them in my anger so you know what he said he said tell my people that they can't put their thresholds by my thresholds. They can't put their post by my post. In other words, what's he saying? The only true temple is my temple. I don't care what kind of temple you're going to try to build. You can't compare it to my temple. You can't put that idolatrous, idolatrous worship next to my worship. Are you listening to me? Because my temple, amen, is the only true temple. So what does that mean? God wanted Israel to be cleansed of her idolatry and of her sins. What does that mean for us today? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. Wherefore glorify God in your spirit and in your body, which are his. My, my, my. I, I pray for a day. I pray for a day. That any person, any soul, that has been baptized in Jesus' name, when I say that, I'm speaking about here, this fellowship, any person, I pray for a day that you would completely cut ties with the sins that so easily beset you. That you would cut ties with the world. I know some of you aren't deeply engulfed in sin, but you know what your problem is? The world. The lifestyles of the world. The thoughts of the world. The trends of the world. Amen. If some of you would just realize, amen, the carnal mind is enmity against God, can't please God, can't obey the word of God. Amen. That's the problem with the world. It would always cloud your faith. Are you listening to me? It would always cause you to hold back on God. That's why I say I pray for the day when you can let go of the things of the world. You know why? Because the world is not going to save you. Are you listening to me? The world is not going to save you. I've been preaching about that for a while now. If you can't control it, 
it'll control you. That's the truth. If you can't control your use of your phone, your iPad, your laptop, your computer, if you can't control the use of it, it's going to control you. Be honest about it. That's the downfall. That's the downfall of a lot of souls. So many of you young people are so caught up in the worldly things, the worldly trends, the worldly lifestyles. Huh? That's not normal. Are you listening to me? That's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. His train filled the temple. <coughs> my, my, my. My, my, my. His train filled the temple. God wants to give you victory. God wants to set you free. Whatever it is. Man, I remember when I got the Holy Ghost. I sought for it for about a good month. Every service, it seemed like. You know, I, I see some of you. You'll come to the altar every now and then. And, and when I was seeking the Holy Ghost every time I we went to church. Guess what? I was up there at the altar because I wanted the Holy Ghost. And man, did I try. I did everything I, I thought I could do to. I tried. I mean, I cried. I did everything. And they kept telling me, just keep on doing it. Just keep on doing it. Just keep on doing it. So I'd go up there and I'd really try. Part of me, you know, the part of me, I, I had to come to a... a a understanding one time. It was just like, <clears throat> you know, why are you trying to figure this thing out? Why, why are you looking for it? Why are you trying to figure it out? That was my problem. I was trying to figure it out. Why did I need to figure out how God was going to move upon me? Because that's what, that's my, you know, I, I was a person that, you know, I couldn't, uh, I, I was of this, uh, this thinking, uh, in order for me to believe it, I had to see it. And so here I was, I'd, I'd go up to the altar and I would try. I mean, I, I tried. I tried. You know, then the, I, I, I wouldn't get the Holy Ghost and be up there for a while. Wouldn't get the Holy Ghost. So when we left, man, I was just like, man, what? And, and right away, the devil started playing tricks with the mind. He said, you know what? You're not worthy. And I started to believe the devil. I said, geez, uh, did I do something that God's not uh, pleased with him? I started searching again. I started repenting again. But I thought to myself, no, I, I, I know I did all that. I know I, I did all that. But I would go up there and here I was. I was just like, mm. Here the, the morning I received the Holy Ghost. I thought to myself, I wonder if I should even go to the altar. I wonder if I even should go. So I, I, I waited for a little while. Then pretty soon I said, okay, I'll go. 
I'll go like I have always went to the altar. So I went up to the altar and I was on this side. Bigger church than this. I mean that church, big, good sized church. And I went up there to the altar and I went through the same motions again. And I didn't get it. So I said to myself, okay. I turned around and I started going back to my seat and I got a little ways down the center aisle and there was a gentleman standing in the back. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. He said, stop where you are right now. So I looked at him, he said, yeah, you. And he said, go back up there to the altar. So I said, okay. I turned around and I went back up to the altar. As soon as I went back up there, here comes, amen, those few that were helping to pray through it. He said, no, 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 no. He said, stay away from him. So they kind of, he said, seek for the Holy Ghost. Ask for the Holy Ghost. And there I was. And I started seeking. I raised my hands. And I start talking to the Lord. I said, Lord, I want the Holy Ghost. God, I want the Holy Ghost. And I started worshiping. I just started, God, I want the Holy Ghost. Nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. And tears started to come out of my eyes. I started getting frustrated all over again. I said, man, what is it? And all of a sudden I said, And that's all God wanted to hear. Amen. That's right. It wasn't very much longer. And the Holy Ghost came down and then I realized what I was doing. I was speaking in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Some of you. Let me tell some of you. Don't think you can fool God. Don't think you can play with God. If you're sincere in what you're doing, by all means, seek Him with all your heart. Seek Him. But you need to clear yourselves of everything that you know. Even your own personal reason. Even your own doubts. Even your own fear. Maybe even family. Because they can't save you. Only God can. Yes, that's right. The Bible says, Who shall ever, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And here we are. Don't make it hard for yourself. Because you know what the Bible says? Jesus said, if a son asks of the father for a fish, will he give him a serpent? He said, how much more will your heavenly father give you the Holy Ghost when you ask for it? Right. Maybe some of you don't want to change your lives. I don't know. 
Praise God. Here we are. We all need that experience. We all need that experience. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Lord. Thank you very much, Lord. My, my, my. There's no God like our God. And if you believe on Him, as the Scripture has said, if you just believe on Him, out of your belly, shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to come to pass. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mighty God. My pouring out his spirit right now. The priest would take that drink offering, take it, he would pour it out before the Lord at the altar. Pour it out. Man. In other words, God will meet you right here. He'll pour it out upon you. If you really want to drink, if you really want to be filled, that's how, amen, that's how good the Lord is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How much do you want the Holy Ghost? How much do you want the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. We're going to open up the altar this afternoon. You want to come? Hallelujah. Yeah, I have come to revive. To revive your spirit, saith the Lord. To strengthen what is lacking, saith the Lord, in your heart. Yea, hear me, saith the Lord. Look unto me, saith the Lord. For I will pour out my spirit upon them. Yea, and I shall revive thee, saith the Lord. I shall bring thee, saith the Lord, from the places of darkness. Yea, even from the places of death, saith the Lord. I shall bring thee up, saith the Lord, and I shall quicken thee, saith the Lord. Look to me, saith the Lord, for it is I. Yea, I shall revive thee, saith the Lord, and I shall raise thee up. I shall quicken thee, and thou shalt live. Yea, thou shalt live. 
Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jesus.